It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, D-backs family, and welcome into another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montilla. Of course, I am your mayor of PHNX, occasionally known uh, as as Derek Montilla, and I'm joined by my vice mayor, the one and only Thunderstick, Jesse Friedman. Derek, there are clouds outside and rain, and it's there weird. Is. There is. <laughs> My natural lighting is all messed up. I have to have this light above me on. I hate it. But anyway, uh, of course, we welcome you guys into the podcast, which is sponsored by uh, DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. We thank you guys for being here. Uh, Motion in the comments said, how is it already Wednesday? I have no idea. I have no idea. And ask my kid, who only has like three days left of, uh, of, of Christmas vacation, and she will tell you she is not ready for it to be Wednesday either. But Jesse... I want to welcome a very special guy to the Valley, a uh, guy we're very excited about being here. No, it's not Gabriel Moreno. We've already done that enough. We want to welcome Lourdes Guriel to the Valley because this man, we already love this man, Jesse. We already love this man. Uh, sent out a tweet with himself and his uh, youngsters there in D-backs hats. Look at that. that. Those are some sharp looking hats, by the way. He went out and just went went all in on some good looking D-backs hats, but uh, he says he's ready, and we are ready. Uh, what are your thoughts about Guriel bringing uh, not only this attitude but that hair to this lineup, Jesse? Can we can we get that picture up one more time of, yeah, of let's him take and a his look. kids? I yeah. I can't help but notice that uh, the the kid on the on the far left here that hat feels like it's got to be at least like three or four sizes too big. That's definitely like an adult hat on, <laughs> on like, I don't know, like a six or seven year old. Right. Um, this is, this is what I would do as a father, Jesse, I would buy the hats for myself and then I would let my kid wear them in a picture, but not, nah, I'm not buying that kid's head is going to change uh, four times over the next month. That's how many sizes <laughs> his head is going to change. So no, you don't buy children clothes in the size that they fit in you always buy them clothes that are bigger than the actual sh- uh, size you know right right it does make sense uh yeah no it's been fun just seeing lotus guriel jr just you know on social media um you know thanking uh, fans in toronto for everything that they meant to him which was That's a right. lot uh we've talked about it a little bit but i've heard a lot of blue jays fans come out and and say you know, like, yes, it's only one year of Lord Escurial Jr. that we're losing, but like this guy was kind of a staple. Like he he really meant something to that fan base in Toronto. Yeah. And and they're gonna miss him a lot. And I know that Guriel is is certainly going to miss those fans as well. Uh, but yeah, it seems like, you know, as you'd sort of expect, I guess, uh Guriel has come out and and seems to be 
fully embracing uh, his future as an Arizona Diamondback. And he did, like you said, post uh, an I IG and Instagram post where he thanked the fans saying, well, what can I tell you, Blue Jays fans? Thank you for all your support during all this time. You who saw me take my first steps as a pro player and saw me grow. Thank you all. You will always be in my heart. Thank you to my teammates for everything. Best of luck. We got ourselves a solid guy, Jesse. I like that post. I think it gets to, you know, it's it's a nice thank you. Uh, he obviously wasn't choosing to leave Toronto, but again, I think that when you're a Blue Jays fan or a fan of, of any franchise and a player like this leaves, yes, yeah, it's just one year left, but you were, you know, if you're a fan of his, you were most likely hoping that they could extend him. Uh, the, the Braves have no problem extending people, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think that you, one, once they leave the organization, even if it's through a trade like this, even if it's for one year, you have a hard time seeing them coming back. Right. And that's the part that like, yeah, maybe he does resign with Toronto. He has that ability to do so. But, you know, once you leave an organization, you kind of spread your wings a bit. Uh, chances are you might might not be coming back to that organization. I feel a similar way about Eduardo Escobar. Escobar's numbers might not, you know, might might not jump off the page at you. They might not be enough to say, why, why are you want to bring this guy back so much? But it was just yeah. something about Escobar on this team, the way that he fit in and you know became a part of i guess i guess beyond the organization just kind of a part of the culture here in arizona and that was something that we really embraced him for i think that's a great comp honestly i hadn't thought about that but yeah eduardo escobar did really serve a similar role for the d-backs i mean lord Girl jr has has never been like the blue jays best player he's had some really sure. good seasons especially yeah. his first his first couple years there he's had a couple of 20 home run seasons uh over with toronto but yeah, it was kind of the same deal with with Eduardo Escobar in Arizona. He wasn't necessarily the Diamondbacks' best player. Um, I guess in maybe in 2019. I mean, he he was pretty good that year. I guess he had a really damn good season. Yeah, Cattell Marte was probably still the best player on on that team. But um, but yeah, Eduardo Escobar. Even though maybe he wasn't like the first guy that comes to mind when you think Arizona Diamondbacks, he was a really big part of the clubhouse and just a really big part of the organization and the culture that the Diamondbacks established here. And it is abundantly clear that Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is is all of those things and hopefully will continue to be all of those things uh, once he officially becomes an Arizona Diamondback. I like this comp too. Mark Solera in the comments says, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is the Kelly Oubre of the D-backs. <laughs> we bring it in the vibes guy and I'm all for it. And I love it. And he's not wrong. <laughs> you want to talk about vibes that he's bringing in? Let's take a look at exactly what we're getting with Gurriel. Uh, Leah, if you will. If you're if you were hesitant about the Dalton Varsho trade, this is what we are getting in return. Leah, hair. It's the hair. No, <laughs> nothing there. There's the hair. There it there is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel now, Diamondbacks fans? You feeling a little bit better about this? Maybe. Okay, so this is like more of a GQ photo, Jesse. But uh, I really want to uh, give a great example of why many Toronto Blue Jays fans use a pineapple emoji when describing. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. And that would be this Instagram post uh, that he had from Christmas with his uh, adorable family. Uh, there, once again, showing off the very impressive flow that he has on top. That's that's a head of lettuce that you just can't you just can't get that anywhere, Jesse. You just can't get that in free agency. <laughs> you have to trade a valuable piece of your team away to bring a head of hair like that into the organization. 
That that's fair. Yeah. I mean, you look at the existing free agent market. I wrote about it today and and you know, the the quality of hair available in free agency not is very just good. not nearly yeah. not nearly what the Diamondbacks are getting in uh in Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Yeah. But I don't think that's I don't think that's taken into account enough when evaluating this trade and who won and who <laughs> lost, right? Uh but I'm excited to dress up as him for Halloween because this kid <laughs> this kid nailed it. And look at that, Jesse. I'm ready for it. I'm here for this in a Diamondback uniform, 100%. That kid looks like a gamer, by the way. Yeah, that that's incredible. That's really incredible. I feel like there like there aren't there are a number of of MLB players who have great hair, right? There's no question about it. We spend an absurd amount of time on this show talking about the quality of hair on the Arizona Diamondbacks. But there's something distinctive about what Lourdes Gurriel Jr. has going on up there. Yeah, I don't oh, know yeah. exactly how to describe it, Derek, but it is the kind of hair that you can totally replicate for Halloween and everyone will know exactly who, who you, you are. are. Yeah, like oh, it, yeah. it's it's there's just something about it that that really stands out. Yeah. Gabriel Ferrer says we need a D-back sexy holiday calendar now. I'm with it. I like it. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, Michael back in the comments asked how soon till we see Baxter in a Lourdes Guriel wig, not soon enough, not soon <laughs> enough is my answer to that question. But, uh, you brought up your article, Jesse, you have a wonderful article over at gophnx.com on 10 free agents that can make the diamondbacks better in 2023. And of course, now that list is down to nine because yeah. <laughs> one has already signed. Corey Kluber is already off the board, agreeing to a deal today with the Boston Red Sox. That's how shit happens around here. The hot stove never cools off. We don't turn it off, but. Uh, this is uh, something that, of course, you know, uh, I think was a very realistic list. If you get a chance to check Jesse's uh, article out, make sure to do that over at gophnx.com. Spoiler alert, four of them are former D-backs, so that's exciting. They are. They are. Uh, and, uh, of course, I know a lot of people have been talking about bringing Nathan Evaldi in, but he has agreed to a two-year deal uh, worth $34 million with the Texas Rangers. So another free agent name off the board. I, I wrestled back and forth with like including Iovaldi on the list, which obviously Iovaldi's already signed as of as of when I published the story. But when I was working on it, there were times and I was like, okay, maybe Iovaldi's on this list. I came to the conclusion, frankly, that I, I I think it's very unlikely the Diamondbacks would make that big of an investment in one player. Uh that Iovaldi contract with Texas doesn't sound too bad, right? Two years, 34 million, but right. there are there are escalators in there. There are incentives in there that can bring it up to three years and 63 million, uh, which is almost definitely outside of what the Diamondbacks would be willing to commit to a player. Um, Alex mentions Michael Waka. I also had iterations of this piece from Michael Waka was on the list. Uh, but again, I think that Michael Waka at this point is probably the best starting pitcher that is still available. I don't think the Diamondbacks are in need of a starting pitcher enough to want to go out and pay what it's going to take to get Michael Waka. There but are also Jesse, some concerns. But Jesse, the, 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 <laughs> the Fozzie jokes from the Muppets write themselves, right? And I, that's, I wanted that for me. I wanted that just <laughs> so I could walk a walk a walk all day long. But anyway, go there on. you go. There you go. Uh, I just have some concerns with Michael Waka and in, in his peripherals. If you look at um, his ERA last year, I don't have it in front of me, but it was low threes. His whip was like 1.12, really, really good numbers. Um, but if you look a little bit closer, he, he's been pretty home run prone. I think it would be a little bit difficult to expect those kind of numbers from him again. Um, and just knowing how the starting pitching market is and the fact that Michael walk is relatively young, he's probably going to get paid as if he's maybe going to repeat those numbers or yeah. something close to that. I, I just don't think that he's a realistic target for the D-backs. And frankly, if I'm being honest, the guys that I have on this list, 
it is entirely possible. I don't know exactly what the D-backs conversations are like internally right now about free agency, but it is possible that even some of these guys are outside of what they're of what they're looking to spend uh, sure. through the remainder of the offseason. Well, Andrew Chafin has the hair, so I feel like he's the most qualified candidate. He definitely right has an, he definitely right has an upper gate. hand out yeah. of the, for for that reason alone. <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> well, make sure to read Jesse's piece over at gophnx.com if you haven't had a chance to do so already. That is unlocked and available right for all all to see. Uh, but if you want to make sure that you can read all of Jesse's writing, make sure to grab yourself a diehard membership while you're over there. The PHNX diehards membership not only gets you a secret uh, membership card, which I can't even talk about because it's so secret, but it's going to give you a variety of benefits as well as a free piece of our merchandise from the phnxlocker.com every single year. You will get yourself a discount over at the phnxlocker.com, 20% off, not only there, but off of our events. Uh, discounts from our partners as well. We will also offer you uh, just friendship, love, support, that thing, that all that. We'll give you all that. We'll also uh, invite you to our Discord lounge where it's the best place to be an Arizona sports fan. And of course, like I said, you get discounts uh, to our upcoming events like our inaugural PHNXT party taking place at Dobson Ranch Golf Course on Friday, January 13th. Uh, you will get a discount on the entry fee per person and for, for foursomes as a diehard member. That also includes unlimited range balls. We're, we're renting out the entire driving range. So come hang out with us. We're going to be hanging out with the PHNX Suns crew watching Suns versus Timberwolves on giant screens. Uh, your entry fee also includes a set of rental clubs if you don't have your own. And one free hour of range time and golf balls at Thompson Ranch to be used at a later time. I've talked about how incredible uh, this driving range is. I really had a blast going out there and checking it out. It's uh, one of the coolest driving ranges I've ever been to. Uh, there's many games, including Jesse beating you at ping pong. I am not going uh, to. I'm not going to stop reiterating how much Jesse is going to beat everybody in ping pong. There's also contests uh, for driving range, putting more uh, heaters and hot chocolate food and drink available for purchase as well as offerings from the PHNX locker and our partners. Uh, There'll also be a free kids clinic provided for all kids 10 and under for you to drop the little ones off at and enjoy some golf. Uh, most importantly for we, for our friends at four peaks, will be out there providing beer samples and swag. So check the link in the description to reserve your spot right now. And for diehards, make sure to check the discord for your special link where you'll save 20% on this awesome event. And of course, if you can't join us, make sure to grab some four peaks beer, wherever you get your beer and enjoy responsibly and at written remotely enjoy it in spirit. You can get, you know, tweet us and stuff while you're not there and we'll pretend like you're there. So, uh, whether you're there or not, make sure to have a great time on January 13th. Uh, if you grab that four peaks beer, make sure you're 21 and over and enjoy responsibly. Uh, Jesse, before we move on, I did just want to talk about, uh, of course what the Atlanta Braves keep doing over there. They're, they're it's acting hilarious. Like we, it's we don't, we're hilarious. They're, they're acting like we're not watching what they're doing. We're fucking watching everything that they're doing all the time. <laughs> Jesse, uh, per Robert Murray, the Atlanta Braves and catcher Sean Murphy recently acquired catcher Sean Murphy through a trade have agreed to a six year, $73 million contract extension that includes a $15 million club option for 2029. Jesse, please tell me and the Diamondbacks how the hell they keep doing this. It's wild. It is, it is truly wild. And the best explanation I can come up with Derek is that like once, once one guy signs an extension and another guy signs an extension and another guy signs an extension at a certain point, it's like, 
I don't want to be the only guy who has a yeah. signed extension. Like, <laughs> are I don't you a bad be... teammate because you haven't signed an extension yeah. yet? Yeah. What are you doing? The rest of us signed. What are you waiting for? I think there's a there's a real element of that here where the, the Braves have just locked up so many of their young players, their key players moving forward, that Sean Murphy comes in and is like, yeah, the Braves are a great organization. They're in position to contend. Like, what other team would I want to play for? And the other thing I'll say about this, too, is that I view this one pretty differently from some of the other ones. I know people seeing these numbers viewed this as being extraordinarily team-friendly. I do think it's pretty team-friendly, but I will also say that Sean Murphy is a catcher. And and as things stood before this extension, he would have hit free agency at 31 years old. If you look at the track record of catchers, you know, in free agency, once they hit their 30s, generally you're not making $15 million a year. And that's what the Braves are committing to here. They're giving him $15 million a year uh, for three seasons after that. So 2026 through 2028. And then there's also a team option for $15 million for 2029. So I actually think this is somewhat bold by the Atlanta Braves. Sean Murphy's an outstanding player right now, but the track record with catchers, you know, once they get on the other side of 30 is actually not all that great. Gabriel Ferrer in the comments says they must use the Dennis system. And Jesse, I'm going to explain to you really quickly what the Dennis system please, is from a choice on in Philadelphia. It is, uh, <laughs> it is one of the character on the show who's named Dennis. Uh, it's his way of uh of actually i guess um making women fall in love with him but not really in love with him just fall for him right uh and ah. he's suggesting that Braves are using a similar uh system and each <laughs> letter of his name stands for something so first it's demonstrate value right they're demonstrating the value here <laughs> they they engage physically maybe that's uh mo- that's money wise i don't know maybe uh seeing <laughs> nurturing dependents, right? They make them think that they, uh, they're, they're, they're making this decision on their own when they're not really, then, then you neglect emotionally. That's the other end. Uh, <laughs> then you inspire hope and you separate entirely. And then it's that separation that really makes them miss the Braves. I think, I think that's the point where, uh, they can't do nothing but sign for whatever minimum amount the Braves want them to, to sign for. I can't explain it. I don't even think that that's a good explanation for it, but what I will say is, they're doing it the right way, and it makes me jealous. Uh, I think that the Diamondbacks yeah. have a team, honestly, that's poised to be extended uh, in a similar fashion. I'm more surprised by the fact that the Braves extended Sean Murphy really without ever having him play yeah. for them at all, right? I mean, a single usually, game. <laughs> usually you want to see how a guy does before you extend him, and that's one difference that you could say between him and the other guys on their team. They've done a good job of taking care of their own guys that have performed well for them. Right. And I mean, when you look at Dansby Swanson being the lone outlier, as far as guys that are leaving this team and not staying, you know, sticking around to be a part of this core in the future, that's a, that's a pretty good percentage considering how good some of these guys on the team are, you know, and that they were able to get them to stick around for this period of time. I just think the key here is to do doing it young, right. Trying your best. Obviously Sean Murphy doesn't fall in that category necessarily, but the other guys, they were, you know, given these big contracts, uh, when they were at, at, at an age, I guess, to still kind of appreciate being paid that much more. Sometimes when you grab these guys right after being paid what they were being paid in the minor leagues and even in their first year of of baseball, that amount of money is very attractive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's wild that, you know, the Braves are perceived now as this team that is 
elite at at you know retaining their own talent like that's kind of what all these extensions have led us to believe yeah. and yet they're also the team that you know let freddie freeman get away and and that just that's had dansby point. swanson have a historically yeah. good, dansby swanson had an excellent season in 2022 and now he's a member of the chicago cubs the Braves somehow have like threaded the needle between like we're not going to keep everyone like yeah. some guys are going to kind of price yeah. themselves out, but we're going to keep yeah. a lot of them and we're going to do it better than any other organization in baseball. What's more impressive, the Padres offseason spending or the Braves ability to sign their the trades to an extension or sign their own guys to a contract extension? Mm. I think the extensions are are more impressive. I mean, at the end of the day, if you have the money to spend in free agency, I mean, money speaks louder than anything in free agency. If you're the top bidder, you're going to get the player. And that seems to be like how the Padres have generally been operating the last few years. They're just bidding higher than anyone else. And uh, their ownership group is is kind of willing to do that. With the Braves, it's a little different because you really have to get guys to believe in your organization to sign an extension Frankly, a lot of these guys are are probably walking away from more money that they could earn in free agency if they decided, you know, to just wait it out and become free agents and and you know test the open market. They, they might be leaving some money on the table. Um, but the fact that the Braves have been, uh, you know, just as consistently competitive as they've been over the last few years, the fact that the Atlanta Braves, I think, are just one of the most well respected organizations in baseball right now. It's like, yeah, I'll also like even. Even if I might be able to get more money in the open market in a few years, that is a little bit of a risk. And I would rather just have stability in a, in a great organization and continue playing for the Atlanta Braves. That's a great point. That's a great point. Um, the Diamondbacks have done an okay job at extending some of their top guys. They extended Cattell Marte uh, back in March of this year. And uh, unfortunately that didn't really, I, I don't know if you could say it didn't work out. Uh, they did could tell yeah. did not have a great season. They also extended Merrill Kelly. That deal looks much better than Cattell, but the Cattell Marte contract extension was still fairly team friendly. We're talking about a five-year extension, uh, worth $76 million. Uh, and unfortunately it was followed up by Cattell essentially having the worst season of his career. Now, a big part of the reason why he had the worst season of his career is due to injury. And, and we know that that's been kind of a looming factor with him over the last two seasons, uh, going back to 2021. But uh, in order for us to be fair and in order us to, for us to continue the tradition uh, we have started, we are going to go ahead and grade Cattell Marte's 2022 season. Now, I will start off by saying, Jesse... The rules here are the 2022 <laughs> season, okay? I don't want people mad tweeting me because of how badly I graded him. Cattell Marte is a phenomenal player, and if you're asking me, I think he's going to have a bad bounce-back season. It's going to surprise a lot of people, but I don't think we'll be surprised because we know what this guy is capable of once he's healthy. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good point. Like, like there's a difference between the outlook for Cattell Marte at large and like what he did in 2022. Uh, frankly, Derek, it it wasn't that great. I, we can throw my my grades up there. I'll go ahead and go for it. There, there's some not great letters in here. Frankly, uh, for hit, I have a C minus for Cattell Marte. He hit 240, which frankly for him is. As, as bad as we've seen since he came to the Diamondbacks, it's the worst batting average he's had uh, right. on the team. Um, his power, I'm, I'm going with a C-plus there. I think Cattell Marte, 
in some ways, maybe his flaw in 2022 offensively was that he kind of sold out for power. Um, yeah. But ironically, it, it, it didn't necessarily translate. He slugged 407. Right. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that there are some changes in approach that he might need to, to put into place moving forward. I do think he has a lot of power. I mean, his, you know, he he still put up some e- extremely high exit velocities at times. Uh, but he, he needs to find a way to get to that power more consistently. I have a C plus there. Uh, base running is a C. Derek, honestly, I expected to, to maybe go lower on this just because it looked like Cattell was slowing up a lot on the base pass throughout the year. Um, but I checked his sprint speed over at Baseball Savant. It was 41st percentile, pretty similar to what it was in 2021. There wasn't a huge drop off there. Cattell is not a guy who's going to steal bases, but um, it was fine. I, I think uh, it was a decent season for him on the base pads. Uh, going down the list, I have a D plus at fielding. We've talked about this a lot. Um, it was it was gross defensively for Cattell Marte, Correct. especially at the that's, beginning of the year. That's the best way to describe it. Gross. It it improved, I think, toward the end of the year. I think we maybe started to see fewer just like blatant mistakes. It, it wasn't necessarily errors for him. It was just like, wow, like he, he just doesn't look as athletic and as mobile as he's looked in years past. So I have a D plus on fielding durability. I have a C. Um, I, I actually thought I might need to go lower on this, just given the injuries that just seem to keep coming back over and over and over again, in particular, the hamstring problems that we've seen for a number of years. He still played 137 games and had 558 plate appearances. So I'm going with a C here. That's actually a pretty full season, all things considered. I'm sure the injuries probably played a role in how well he played, but he still was on the field a decent amount. And then lastly, dogging him. I'm going with a B, Derek. I feel like I can't go lower than a B for dogging him on anyone. Uh, Cattell Marte, we know deep down, uh, he still has that dog in him somewhere. So hopefully he can unleash it a little bit more in 2023. Well, Jesse, you're not going to like my report card, let me tell you, because I definitely went lower than a B when it came to dogging him. Leah, would you okay. throw mine up there, please? Because mine is not very good here. Uh, B minus, I feel like I could have gone lower with hit. Didn't think that, uh, again, like you said, his batting average was his lowest of his career. There's just not a lot of things. Also, struck out 101 times. That's another thing that was concerning to me. But like you said, yeah. I think that translates over to the C in power. I feel like he was. Uh, just absolutely smashing the ball uh, at like a negative 17 degree launch angle right into the ground. Right. So it's like, it's not that his exit velocity wasn't there. I believe some of the most hard hit balls this season were off of Cattell Marte's bat. They were were for hours. You know, so I I don't believe for a second that his power isn't there and his hit ability is gone. I just feel like what you said, hit the nail on the head. This guy, he has always, uh, been able, at least for the last couple of years, to have a really, really good batting average. I mean, going back to 2019, he hit 329, 287 in 2020, and then 318 last year. So, uh, with with based on this schedule, based on this trajectory, this odd number year, he is going to just fucking tear it up, Jesse. Uh, but running, <laughs> I agreed with you. Uh, it wasn't terrible. He just. And the the biggest problem with running was it seemed like when he ran, when he sprinted, that's when he was injuring himself the most, right? That's when yeah. the hamstrings would go bad. And I just didn't understand what was happening with him. Most of the time it was a run down the first play, base. Fielding uh, D for disappointment. D for hello and welcome to disappointment. Jesse, this man 
was at one point prior to this season selected by the MLB network to be the best second baseman in baseball. And I just don't know what criteria they were basing that on. Uh, We were very excited about it at the beginning of the season. And of course we know how that went. I think it was shockingly bad considering that we thought his weaknesses were just kind of put on display in center field. And then he comes back to the infield and just, struggle at times uh f durability because of course i feel like i'm giving him an f for durability because i feel like all of these factors are connected to the his injury i feel like his lack of mobility in the field was was due to that i feel like even his struggles at the plate were due to the injuries that he just played through right because they were they were pulled strained hamstrings and it's stuff where they just kind of cramp up but it's not really enough for you to be out for a significant period of time or have surgery or anything like that, you know? Um, and it's, it's frustrating. So that, that the durability F is more towards his body and less towards him, but the dog in him, I gave him a C and I think that's more for him could tell. I mean, he's always been a gamer, right? He's always been a guy that just seemed insanely competitive, but there was something about this season that felt like he was kind of just, relaxed he was he was cool with what was going on it didn't seem like his struggles offensively or you know his struggles in the field you know bothered him now again that might just be his personality i might just be putting my aggressive nature like i would fall apart if things happened to me badly as a professional athlete no i'm not just limping off field i'm going to be throwing my helmet and throwing a fit and being a giant baby out there. If I pull my hamstring or some shit like that, right. There is something to be said about the fact that some guys just don't show that level of, you know, anger or fire over, over struggling or over injuries or anything like that. But you want to see it. I think you want to see a frustration. You want, when things aren't going well, I want you to be angry. And I know that might help, but I guess it helps me helps me as a fan. Look at you, see you angry, uh, see you frustrated and feel the same way, like feel equally as frustrated as you are with what's going on with this team, right? This team wasn't as bad. I don't feel like as the record indicated, they just went on some really bad stretches this season and their bullpen was just atrocious. I feel like they're very close to rectifying a lot of their issues in 2023 easily could be that year that Cattell bounces back. I think, I mean, in my mind, Cattell, I don't know if he's necessarily the biggest X factor for 2023, but like he's up there. I mean, if if you get another season of, you know, odd numbered year, Gatel Marte, as you were talking about earlier, if that happens, the D-backs are gonna be in in pretty good position. I don't think most people are even really expecting Catel Marte, you know, to be like a big factor in this lineup uh in 2023. But if he is that guy, it would be a huge boost and it would give some stability to a lineup that has a lot of excitement, but also kind of a lot of question marks. Like you don't really know what you're going to get from Jake McCarthy and Alec Thomas and Corbin Carroll. And there's just not enough track record there to really know. Cattell Marte, there's a track record here. And at times he's been very, very good. And I don't think that extension that you talked about is necessarily a disaster or anything. I think it's still sort of okay. But if he continues to trend downward, you know, if, if 2022 was just kind of the beginning of, you know, the downturn of his career, sure. then sure. it it could look pretty bad in a few years. The D-backs already had Cattell Marte through 2024. Uh, this deal brought that out to 2027. 
And it, it's a little bit harder to sell that like you definitely want Cattell Marte on your baseball team that far into the future. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. Uh, well, if you guys are here right now in the PHNX Sports YouTube channel, we thank you so much for being here, for being in the chat. We always appreciate you guys and your time. Of course, if you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when we go live or any of our other wonderful shows go live. And also leave us a little thumbs up. It just makes me happy. It makes me feel warm inside. Uh, if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, make sure to subscribe to us there. If you haven't done so, and leave us a review. We always appreciate your feedback. And we appreciate you guys uh, downloading the show. We can't tell you how much, how much we appreciate it. Uh, we have had our best month to date of this show existing in December during the off season. And that's because of you guys. So we not only yeah. thank all of you that have been here regularly, but we thank you, uh, Toronto blue Jays fans that have kind of popped in <laughs> to give your two cents and really help us get over the edge here at the end of the month. Because of course we were expecting things to slow down during the end of December and Christmas and the holiday. And it did not, you guys did not let us down. And we thank you so much for being here and supporting us. We, we, we are just over the moon with how well things are going. Uh, if you, if you want to, Go to morefurniture.com and reward yourself for being a fan of this show. Buy yourself a new piece of furniture uh, on me. I'm not, like, I'm not paying for it, but just feel like that I authorize that and it's on me because more <laughs> furniture has wonderful furniture. And of course, you know, you have stuff in your house you need to replace. You know, you have that uh, that cabinet that or not cabinet, but like a like a nightstand or like a, a where you put your clothes, like one of those dressers that's outdated it's from the 90s. Get rid of it. It's time to move on. You're better than that. You deserve better than that. Go to morefurniture.com, get yourself some new furniture and tell you what, just to make you feel extra special, more furniture will not only give you free delivery, uh, but they will give you free white glove delivery with any minimum purchase of $1,999. So make sure to check out morefurniture.com for that uh, and get your get get them to bring it over. Make sure they wear white gloves, maybe bow ties. I don't know. That's what I would request. White gloves seem to go with bow ties, but whatever you want to do. Uh, and uh, honestly, tell them your friends from PHNX sent you. Well, uh, we appreciate you guys doing so. Last night, Jesse, was the guaranteed rate bowl at Chase Field. Uh, and I'm upset. I'm not upset because a football game took place at Chase Field, Jesse. I am upset because, uh, as we talked about yesterday, they had indoor fireworks, Jesse. Indoor fireworks at Chase Field. I am furious. I feel like I've been lied to my whole life. What is this? I mean, so so for one, it appears the roof is open. Yes, I believe no, the roof where? is open. How do you appear? Where I don't see that. Maybe okay. The the picture is showing know. up a, l a little bit. It's a little bit hard okay. to tell for me. The no, I think you're right. I think you're right. I don't think the roof is open. Yeah, so, so yeah, either. yeah. No, the roof is not open. So uh, yeah, we definitely do have an indoor fireworks situation here. It's a little oh. different, right? Because they're being like launched from the field, and I don't think they're like those really really big fireworks that like go way up into the sky, uh, because that would probably like blow the roof off or something. Um, ah, but the thing. Maybe there, maybe there is uh, some potential for the D-backs to do something along along those lines at so some what, point at Chase Field. What you're saying <laughs> is we have to launch them off from second base. I am okay with that. I don't know if you heard, but the bases are bigger. Maybe that allows for this to happen from the. I don't know. Uh, Michael Rokiki says, uh, th "Did they not have indoor fireworks at the Royal Rumble? You bet your ass they did. It's a WWE event. Are you kidding me? Of course they had indoor fireworks. I'm just pointing out." 
uh roof was closed panels open so yeah, there you go yeah. roof closed panels well open. i think i think all of the panels were open except for one of them which it appears was was closed i i want to say that that was also an issue uh during the season where like there's this one panel that that doesn't that open for some reason that is not <laughs> will not open and i it doesn't appear that they fixed that uh which kind of goes back to our conversation uh, yesterday yeah. about the, yeah. the roof situation and you know some things in the ballpark just kind of lingering Look. as problems but Jesse, when you want to get rid of your car, you don't go off and put some new rims on it. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what's <laughs> happening right now, but that's only speculation. So don't quote me on that. Of course, uh, we know it's Christmas vacation week. My daughter can't wait for me to take her to do something fun. Uh, we are going off to Octane Raceway and Mavericks after we're done doing this show Ooh, because we, we had an absolute blast as a team there. And of course, I want to make sure that my daughter uh, has at least one day of not sitting around the house on our iPad. Uh, this vacation, you know, to, to, to take in as a memory, but you guys can also do the same thing. Of course, Octane Raceway and Mavericks has a wonderful selection of food. Their uh, burgers are absolutely to die for. I enjoyed them very, very much so. And Octane has the only full-time indoor outdoor racetrack in the United States. So check out Octane Raceway, check out Mavericks and their 22 bowling lanes, 85 arcade games, state-of-the-art laser tag, and so much more. You can have your events there. You can have your parties there. You can just go there as a family and have a great afternoon. So make sure to check out uh, their restaurant, their bar, their craft beers, custom cocktails, everything they got. Daily specials today on, or excuse me, uh, today, what day, what day is it? Today's Wednesday, right? Today on today's, Wednesday. Today, I believe is Wednesday. That's I don't even know told. anymore, Jesse. I can't, <laughs> these, these people are in my house. I, I can't keep up to date on what day of the week it is. I'm still forgetting to feed myself. I'm glad my, my wife is here to take care of me, but, uh, Wednesday is winning Wednesday. So half price arcade games all day. What better time to go down to Mavericks and check them out. We are very excited to have Octane, uh, Raceway and Mavericks as part of our PHNX family. And you can come check it out for yourself. Give your kids one last blast before their Christmas vacation is over. So make sure to check them out. And of course, we thank you guys for checking out all of our sponsors. Thank you guys for being here today in the chat. We thank you guys uh, for being a part of the PHNX family. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, again, we thank you guys for your time. On behalf of Jesse, Leah, and myself, we always appreciate you guys being here. Uh, and remember, kids, baseball is so much fun. Excuse me, I'm, I'm messing up the ending. It's fun. <laughs> Baseball's just fun, but it's so much more fun when your lineup consists of guys with fantastic heads of hair.